Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Kato. My name is Hans. <laughs> I'm Edward. Edward with a glitch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we are your hosts for now and forevermore. Or until one of us becomes like I wanted to say rich, <laughs> but I already said that. And immediately and also, my mind went to <laughs> my, immediately my mind went to, to to heaven. And we were already said that. So I don't know what what what's canon anymore. Oh, oh what a yeah. wonderful way to bring in today's topic, Edward. <laughs> um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Gettle. Um we are your hosts as per usual. And today we are going to be talking about Canon. Not Ooh. cannons, like army matey, I'm gonna shoot a yeah, ball like at your <laughs> face. <laughs> uh, but canon, which from what we understand is a sort of a collection of works that are considered um I don't want to use the word biblical, but technically that's where canon comes from. I don't know if you knew that. Did you know that? Yep. I didn't know that. I learned that for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that that for something that that, 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 that technically for something to be canon, it's a collection or list of sacred books that are accepted as genuine. So pretty much, you know, with that in mind, it would therefore imply that things that are canon are genuine and sacred and don't deviate from the main timeline. Right? It has an impact. People. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. This is very much moving on from episode 81, where Edward and I were speaking about narratives, particularly within video games. And during that discussion, the point of canon came about, <clears throat> mainly because we were speaking about Halo and Microsoft's recent news announcement of the Halo television series. You know, at, at first glance, everyone was like, oh, yeah, more Master Chief, you know, of course, who who doesn't want more Master Chief, right? Because, uh, you know, Peter John Officer 177 is just amazing. But then they made another announcement where they said that Paramount Plus's Halo television series is not canon to the games and that it runs on its own independent silver timeline <laughs> in terms Which of is- in terms of the main narrative right yeah uh, in a way that that kind of makes no sense because look at witcher for instance the witcher tv series is nothing like the witcher games mm, it's mm. its own canon that didn't need any explanation because everyone knew that but why but would people is it its assume? own canon though yeah because season two deviates a lot from the a game. A lot from, from the games and the books. And the books. Because, um, see, yeah. my understanding was that the Netflix version of The Witcher was more mm. authentic to the books versus the game, which already made changes. But oh, then, on the other end of the coin, it's quite obvious, the TV show was inspired by the game, which already had changes from the book. So, therefore... <laughs> but the just bits of the book. Yeah, it, it's, it's a mess, but people <clears throat> knew... People already knew it had nothing to do with the games. It had nothing to do with books. Okay, then. So why does the Halo series need any further explanation? See, now that's a great question. If 
people are intelligent enough, and now this is, of course, giving the masses a lot of credit here, if people are intelligent enough to discern that something like, let's say, the, which is a great example here, because it's games and it's TV, it's, it's different mediums all coming together um, under one franchise. Yeah. If you say people never questioned it, right? People mm. didn't look at it and were like, oh, you know, is it going to be game authentic? And I think the reason for that is because it all originates from a book series. So people were asking or were saying the wrong questions. It's not, is it accurate to the games? It should be, is it accurate to the books? Do, 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 mm. you, you know, so th this is going to lead me down a different path as to why, for example, Halo is unique in a way. Because the Halo games didn't originate as books first. They originated as... Yeah. Um, interactive media from yeah. an interactive medium they then branched out into novels and books and um, there's even halo waypoint the website with additional information about the law and the narratives of the universe and then again we have the games and in all of this the games are considered absolute canon so yeah if you think of halo and the halo universe Everything and everything that happens in any game that comes out that is Halo-related is canon. <clears throat> There's just no, no question about it. But then you get a whole lot of novels. There's about almost 40 of them. It's, it's a lot. It really, really is a lot. Yeah. Now, my understanding is they're also all canon. Which, again, is now an entirely different scenario where you've taken one medium and you've created yet another, but you've allegedly kept it all the same. The difference is that these are stories related to the main canon. They're not of the protagonist. Oh, You okay. see? So basically, they're doing the Star Wars thing, except reversed. Because before Disney came along and made everything... Non-canon. <laughs> ...a mess, it was everything was canon. It was the extended universe. Mm. Um, it was the movies, and then from the movies, they had the games, they had the books, they had the comics. You see, look, um, now, Star Wars again is now a totally, as you said now yourself, it's a mess. It's, but now that's a, a whole now, different yeah. situation. So let's let's look at different versions of canon, right, that are happening at the moment. Mm. And then hopefully that can mm. help us further establish, is canon necessary? Is it worth having different versions of canon? And is it more complex to to have multiple things in canon versus multiple things out of canon and therefore confusing the user base, right? Mm. So The Witcher, for example, started off with books, unknown books. Nobody knew what they were, right? Well, well it, they were famous in Poland, as far as I understand. That's where yep. the author comes from and so on. But only when CD Projekt Red developed the games did they really kick off and become incredibly yep. popular because the games were incredibly good and incredibly popular. So in that perspective, the games are based on the books, but essentially the games are also their own thing. However, they're all still technically considered the same body of work. Now, when you add the TV series, my understanding is that I think... All of these bodies of work, whether it's the book, the game, or the TV show, are all considered part of the Witcher series as a whole. In other words, they didn't really decide, okay, the book is a different canon, 
is a different narrative, you know, arc. The games are different. The TV series is different, and therefore, none of them are related. They were they they took the the broader approach of we're not going to say what is canon isn't canon. Just enjoy whatever it is. So basically, they are all adaptations of one source material. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so therefore, implying that. that they're all canon. <laughs> Uh, in right? a way, yes. In, in, in a way, yes. Um, it, it's a little muddled, <clears throat> but I guess so, yeah. Then, um, you know, conversely, we have something like Halo, which mm. has the games first and foremost, which are absolute canon. Then they mm. have external additional media, which is also considered canon, right? And in that sense, I'm talking yeah. specifically about the novels, books, and um, articles written on Halo Waypoint. But yes. then... They've developed the Halo TV series, and they have now said that that is not canon to the games and the books, and that mm. the TV series is now its own timeline called the Halo Silver timeline. Okay? We'll come back to this. Okay. We'll come back to this. Then, of course, you have Marvel, which is very well known for consistently changing and retconning everything all the time. However, yeah. however, this is this is the, the the best thing about Marvel, is they continuously bring back things that were considered non-canon into the canon, because Marvel exists or Marvel has what they call the multiverse. So even yeah. if things like take for example the recent Spider um, Venom movies, right, which are somewhat linked to Spider Man but also not at all, because Marvel has the MCU, which is their own thing, right? And the MCU yes. is supposed to be different to the comics now. Of course, the MCU has become so popular, it spawned off its own set of comics. <laughs> but yep. the way Marvel has handled this different. all is they have different Earths. So I think yes. MCU is like Earth 616 or something. Hey? Um, I think it's... Six, <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't really... The, the number is irrelevant. Essentially, what Marvel have done is they've got this clever system of the multiverse aspect, which is still confusing, to be perfectly honest with you. But because that, because of that, it means that everything is canon and not canon at the same time. So that is, again, the, the, a very different situation. <laughs> the best way to explain it by giving one movie example is Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, not Far From Home. Um, no Way Home. Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, into, okay. Um, because that literally deals with different universes and different um, timelines looking differently. So that's to say the MCU, it's live action. The comic books are comic booky. Yes. Um, that movie literally encompasses everything except live action and yet for now, oh, I guess. Hopefully for the second um, one, hey? That's what we're thinking. Um, and also, if you go all the way back to X-Men, um, the original X-Men movies, um, those had their own timeline, okay? Yeah, yeah. But then you got First Class, which had its own timeline. And then you got the <laughs> movies that started intermingling <laughs> with the original X-Men movies, which also had its own timeline. And X-Men, notoriously, it was confusing. Yeah. If you only followed the X-Men line, people said, oh, why is this different? Why is this retconned? Why is this a different character? Um, but in the end... Marvel is only now starting to bring them back. Yes. And I think yes. we're going to get answers to all of that. In and I think the, the multiverse, reason for yeah. this. Exactly. The reason for this is because Marvel is first and foremost a comic book company. And they are bringing the comic book mindset into 
live action media and entertainment. Not even just just live action, just just the different properties in general. Because we also know mm. that the Avengers game, for example, and Spider-Man's Insomniac are all technically in another timeline. Yeah. But they're yeah. all technically still related. It's all related. You, you see? So, 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 so even the games. You see, yeah. now, the topic that we're, we're, just to be clear, we're talking about um, canon. What is canon? What isn't yeah. canon? Um, not necessarily to do with like narratives, for example, but Marvel in itself is a very unusual way of looking at things because they've taken things that generally were not canon and considered not mm -hmm. canon for a very long time and made it canon in order to suit the universe going forward, which is great. That, yeah. that was their way of doing it. Now, moving on, let's speak about Disney for a second. So specifically Star Wars. So before the Disney acquisition of LucasArts and Lucas Entertainment, yeah. Star Wars had books and things, right? It had the yeah. Clone Wars, the TV series, and a whole lot of other media outside of the movies, and they were all considered canon. And as yeah. you said, it was very much a, um, a halo means of canon in the sense of they didn't follow, well, some of the media did follow some of the main characters, you know, and filled in gaps in their lives, but a majority mm -hmm. of the stories had to do with other characters within the Star Wars universe. Therefore, yeah. making them canon because, you know, as long as you're not, as long as you're not messing with the, the main narrative with the main protagonists, you can do whatever you want in the universe and still make it plausible, still make it possible. Yeah. Yeah. But then they changed it all. They ended up coming out and telling everybody that no, things like the Clone Wars are no longer canon. And everybody was like, what are you talking about? Because the Clone Wars is one of the most exceptional um, animated shows to do with Star Wars. And it oh, no. filled in no, no. a lot of... Um, uh, the, the, the Clone Wars and Rebels are both canon. Are they canon um, now? Because for a time they were considered not canon. It was all a mess, yes. <laughs> so basically what is canon now is the movies, um, the sanctioned animation shows, which is Star Wars, uh, like Visions and Rebels. And Visions? Uh, Visions is not canon. Do um, you see what I'm talking about here? And you know... Visions, Visions is based on Legends, which see, is the new non-canon but, but that's... Term. Now, that is silly now because it's not canon and yet all of the stories have nothing to do with the main narrative or the protagonists. So why can't yep. it be canon? That's the worst thing. Like, look at Mandalorian or even the book of Boba Fett now, okay? Mm. Um, Boba Fett, uh, let's look at him especially. He had an entire comic book line and novel line dedicated to him in the extended universe. And when I say uh, EU, I mean... Before Disney made it canon and legends, yeah. so so it the extended universe had a lot of Boba Fett. All of that went away the the day Disney said it's not it's legends now it's not canon anymore. But now John Favreau is is doing Book of Boba Fett, and everything he touches is gold. By the way, <laughs> now um, he, he is bringing. If if you notice that um, stuff from legends, bits, is this what you're getting at? Little bits of legends. <laughs> he's he's bringing back, and the ways. Can, can I just ask something quickly? Just, just before you continue, mm. so I don't mean to interrupt you, but mm. I, I I want to be informed here because I feel I'm mis I'm uninformed. What is legends? Yeah. What is Star Wars? Legends, legends? is that's the non that's the non-canon stuff. Okay, so you mean to tell me that Disney have labeled 
everything yes. that is not canon but is still Star Wars related. Yes. So basically, in the beginning, everything was EU. It was extended yes. universe. Yes. And it was all canon. Yes. Then Disney came and said, only the movies are canon. Everything else is Legends. Okay. Then everyone rebelled. And Disney <laughs> said, okay, fine. We'll make some things canon and not Legends. And that, that sparked Clone Wars, Rebels, uh, um, The Mandalorian. You, you, you mean Obi-Wan. now being part of the canon? Of instead canon. of being yes. its own... Okay, so sorry to cut you off just now. I don't know if you remember no, your original no, no, thought cool. about John Favreau. Uh, actually not, but, but um, my entire point was to say that I love how he, because he's a Star Wars nerd yeah. through and through, and he is, he is, I think, going by himself and writing little bits of legends into the canon to make sure that everyone gets their piece. <laughs> um, and I think at the end of the day, it might result in more Legend stuff slowly trickling, trickling back. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the end goal you for see, John Favreau. Look, at least. that's interesting to me because mm. it effectively means that Disney made their own silver timeline. Yeah, which is what they literally did. Microsoft is doing. So Pretty now, much. now let's talk about that for a second, right? Let's look at. Mm. We've looked at a variety of different examples of how people are managing canon or how companies are managing canon with regards to properties and franchises and things. Mm. Let's specifically look now at uh, Halo and what Microsoft is doing with that. So mm. we've mentioned before how the games are considered canon, the novels and books are considered canon, all part of the main timeline. But now they're creating something called the silver timeline. And yep. that is now where the TV show takes place. So a lot of people are, I mean, understandably angry about this because, you know, fans have waited years for, for a Halo TV series or even a Halo movie because, as uh, I think Edward mentioned once before, District 9 with Neil Blomkamp was supposed to be the Halo film. And then somehow along the way yep. it got derailed and it ended up being a pretty stellar, you know, hit on its own right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's... look. Okay, so let's look at what we've mentioned about Disney just now. And I I kind of understand why they did it, right? So when Disney took over everything, I think they then wanted to have absolute control over the universe to say what is and what isn't and what should be and shouldn't be part of the main canon. You know, you can understand that. From from a business perspective, you can kind of understand that, you know, regardless of how the fans feel. I Mm. think Microsoft is... Not doing the same kind of thing, but doing something similar so that whether somebody follows the games or not, they can have an enjoyable experience. I think that's how they're approaching it. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of the times we can say, oh, you know, it would be so easy to do an adaptation. But we have seen time and time again, adaptations of works seldom work out. All right. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm even talking about two games. I mean, some of the previous Harry Potter games have been absolute trash, but the books are incredible. <laughs> and you have to wonder to yourself, how did you mess that up? Since, since a video game, in my personal opinion, can be a direct book translation. Okay. Anyway, that's, that's a whole other discussion, I suppose. Yeah. Rather, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is by making a silver timeline for Halo, it means that the TV series can do things differently for an audience that may have not even played the game. You see, that's where I think Mm. the big difference comes in. And 
it also then leads into the conversation I had about Halo's narrative in our last episode, where it was it's it's the kind of narrative that is kind of not broken, but if you don't do external reading, you don't really know what's going on. Uh, you only really Pretty see much. Master Chief's story. So do you really want that for a TV series? I guess not. Um, on that topic, though, um, I just had to quickly make sure of my facts. Have you seen Halo Nightfall? Yes. I like have. way back. Way back, years ago. Now, yeah, many, many years. <laughs> now, I watched that before I, I was even into Halo, and I did, dug it. Um, now, I, I just made sure. I see it's it's set between Halo 4 and Halo 5. Yes. Um, people loved this. So, and this is and not a Master Chief but story. But it's considered canon. Exactly. So, my, my, all this to say, basically, why can't they make this then, which is still canon for the uh, Silver Screen? Why can't because they make Ed, because them? Ed, it's because uh, Master Chief. It's kind of why um, we haven't seen a Luke Skywalker TV series or a Darth Vader TV mm. series yet. You know, they are these prolific characters that are from the films. You know, so Master Chief is this prolific character from the games. And so I would imagine that they that Microsoft, I think, feels because it's their first foray really into the, mm. the, the TV market, that they want to use the main popular protagonist that most people will be have heard of, but maybe not know about. Does that make sense? I guess. You know, yeah, using yeah. the brand power to pull viewers in, even if it's different to the video game. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, I can you see, see that. Whereas, like, whereas Master Chief Nightfall, for example, which I still agree would work, like, I'm in favor of multiple shows, you know, perhaps an ODST show, right, which focuses on yeah. just that team doing different things around, mm. the, around the Halo universe, you know? It could still be mm. great with a good enough story. But then mm. that then, in a way, loses the mass appeal of a Halo show with Master Chief. So ba- you know? Basically, we <clears throat> want Star Wars episodes one through nine first, and then we get Clone Wars and Rebels, which is everyone else. Um, perhaps. Basically. Look, Disney's approach, again, is different again, right? Because we know that there's an Obi-Wan Kenobi show coming. And yeah. um, it's going to have... Uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen reprise their roles respectively as Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. And I am super keen for that because more Darth Vader is more Darth Vader and I need more Darth Vader in my life. So Mm. look, it's, it's interesting. Um, I initially truthfully thought that Microsoft's decision was a bit strange. Like I personally would have liked them to have kept it Canon and just explore more of the universe that is often relegated to other media that's like story that's not even in the games i felt that they could have explained a lot of that in a tv series then again at the same time you know as we've mentioned with the witcher for example how different that is to the games and to the books and then i kind of thought to myself okay well look they're using the main protagonist it's not just set in the halo universe so Because you're using Master Chief, it might cause issues. You know, all you need now is one TV producer or writer to write one thing in that then retcons something that happened in like Halo 2. (laughs) You know? (laughs) The the reason why I don't mind shows being different 
timelines, I guess, not canon to the games uh, or to the main media um, is mainly because it all, again, boils down to Marvel and how they do things. I hate the fact that I want to see the Thanos saga, but in order to understand the Thanos saga, I also need to watch Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And I also need to watch... Uh, the, I mean, the, I mean, um, the Wanda look, Maximoff show. In fairness, um, you, you don't really have to. I would say, okay, if you want the full gravitas and impact of like Iron Man's death, like you want to feel that, yeah, sure, watch all the movies, right? But yeah. the one cool thing I will say about all of all of Marvel's films, and this is really true for all of them, is they're all self-contained. Whether you, with the with the exception of Avengers: Endgame Part One and Part Two, because Okay, but that's those obvious. were obvious because that's obviously was one massive film that was cut in two. Okay, it's literally part one. Yes. Part two. So, with the exception <laughs> yeah. of that, all Marvel movies are technically self-contained. They may not seem like it because mm. we've been fans and we're watching for all of these years, right? But you could yeah. technically pick any film and just enjoy it for what it is, without knowing what came before or what came after. And perhaps, yeah. Uh, you see, now that's different again to TV series if you think about it. Uh, because TV series generally are produced for the possibility of future seasons. So therefore, they would maybe tangle things tentatively in front of the viewer for possible explanation at a later, later date or later stage, which doesn't often happen in movies, with the exception of Marvel's uh, you know, mid credit scenes. But if you don't see it, then you don't miss it, you know? Yeah. Well, a good example, for instance, is how you basically need to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Season four, I think, in order to understand the, Listen, s- the beginning of that's not, the second not Captain canon, America you know that, movie. Right? At all. Well, it's literally it literally ties into the second Captain but America it, movie. It's not anymore. They cut it. Um, <laughs> so that's <laughs> that, see uh, now it's now, now now let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Is canon necessary? Like, is it necessary? Mm. For there to be somebody who manages this overall overarching thread and then goes on and says, this is canon now and this is not canon anymore. What do you think about that? Honestly, honestly, I don't think it is. Again, again, look at the X-Men, the entire damn X-Men franchise. It's a mess. (laughs) But at the end of the day... You have the three X Men movies, X1, X2. There's so many. Then you there's so many. Then you have first class. But don't forget the ones before that, though, hey? Where Hayley Berry's Storm... Oh, but she came back. That's X1, X2, and X3, yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's been so many. I can't even... I can't... That's the thing. Now, now, the X-Men movies are notoriously bad. (laughs) And that Deadpool. The Deadpool we all wish we could forget. Yeah. (laughs) And that Deadpool uh, in Wolverine um, Origins. Um, That's the thing. It's it's so vastly different from the movies that from their own damn sequels. Mm. Um, and no one cared about the fact that they tie in or t- no. don't. Well, you see... And I think so it's beautiful in you, a way. So you're right and you're wrong. Okay? Okay. Mm. You're absolutely right. The General Joso, like... No, not like me. But like the, the, the general viewer could care less. They could yeah. care less about whether the movie's linked together or not. They're just there, oh, cool, X-Men, yeah. And then they watch the film and that's it, right? Yeah. But then you get the diehards. Now, 
I'm not a I'm not a diehard for any, and I don't mean uh, Yakutomi Plaza diehard, right? I'm not a diehard in the sense of if I see this thing and then it, you know, like oh, it's changed too much, blah blah blah. I'm more of a person who's like, if you've shown me this in movies one and two, and then you change it significantly for movie three, that's irritating me now because that means that you didn't follow through, right? You've now changed it yeah. too much for it to even make sense anymore. But yeah. what what I'm getting at is. There are a lot of really diehard fans out there for all of the properties you've spoken about today, whether it's Witcher or Halo or especially Always. Star Wars. They're one of the worst offenders. All right. A Star Wars is, as a toxic fan base. Yeah, very much. And then, and then Marvel. Now, the Marvel fan base, and I think maybe this is also a very interesting observation, is how prior to the MCU, it was just mm. comic book fans. Yeah. Now, a decade later, you have millions of Marvel fans, maybe only of which a large majority don't read the comics. Yeah, you see, so, so they are then more amenable to inconsistencies within a narrative, you know, mm. or inconsistencies with characters that they may have grown up with or that they've beloved from before or, or perhaps... Because they live in an age where, or we live in an age where things are so immediately accessible that it doesn't matter if the Iron Man I'm reading in the comics is different to the Iron Man I'm watching on screen, which is different to the Iron Man I'm seeing in the cartoon. Yeah. You know? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's weird. Canon is, is a weird Look, I'm, hodgepodge. I, I, I don't know. A part of me wants to say, yes, I'm in favor of it, right? Because it's nice to mm. know what is considered part of the major narrative so that you can yeah. learn more about the protagonists you hold dear. And but... a great example of that is Halo. I now want to read the books or do more reading or watch more videos about the yeah. missing narrative from the games. And I don't. when I say missing narrative, I don't mean that the games are, are terrible. It's just... The games focus on Master Chief, but Master Chief is one very small cog in the huge Halo universe. So if I want to know more about what happened to humanity in the past, or whatever the case, I have to do external reading. Now, I'm not trying to excuse it because part of me wishes that they would do a proper job and actually explain it to people who play the games, you know? Yeah. But then, you know, that then leads me down to something like uh, Marvel. I don't do any other reading outside of watching the movies. And yeah. I love the movies, and I love the characters, see, and I enjoy the franchise. See, <laughs> that is testament to the fact that it's good to have a through line, a canon. Mm. But I guess not everything needs to be canon. And in a way, Marvel has spoiled that because they are making everything <laughs> canon. Yes, and that is yes, becoming yes. The, the standard, I guess. The, the, the bar. They are setting the bar for what it means to be I think a meaningful story in the greater I narrative. think they're overcomplicating it to be perfectly honest with and you yeah see if, if you yeah I was perfectly happy with yeah. the MCU as is all right it's its own thing mm. and then later on they will bring in the X-Men that are applicable to that universe you know Earth 616 yeah, yeah. but now with the hints of multiverse of madness bringing in all of the previous characters from 
the entire backlog of Marvel movies, whether they're in MCU or not, mm. it changes things a lot now. Because now, it, it changes it, I suppose, and it also doesn't, right? It changes it in the sense of it means that everything is now canon, but then it means that there are different canon timelines. So yeah. that's like, like, so maybe that's how we should rather be looking at, at Halo, right? We have the game canon mm. timeline, and then we have the TV show Silver timeline. Perhaps yeah. the, the Witcher's like that too. We have the book canon, we have the game canon, and then we have the TV show canon. Each separate of entities course. and each canon within their own regard. But then, doesn't yeah. that then make the word canon moot? Because doesn't canon imply bodies of work that are all encompassing into one? See, but yes, it does. But um, also, it, it just pertains to the body of work you're looking at. So technically, everything mm. is canon. Um, oh, but but <laughs> if you are looking, but it's it's also a perspective thing. So if I am looking at the main, uh, let's say the silver screen, Halo silver screen, mm -hmm. I have been introduced to Halo via the silver screen. So that is my canon. That is what I regard as canon. So let's say it's 10 years from now and they have a movie, they have three seasons and maybe a mobile game. <laughs> that's all silver screen Halo. To me, that's canon. So I will ask you, oh, so what is Halo canon? And you won't say, oh, this is not canon. You'll say this is silver screen and that's game canon. Okay, See, well, so at the end of the day, everything is canon. But <laughs> everything is canon. It's not. But is it? <laughs> but it's not. It, it's basically the Star Wars thing. Um, but, but the difference is... In Star Wars, when you say canon, you obviously mean the movies, the main, mm, the Anakin mm, saga, mm. Uh, the Skywalker saga, and you mean everything else. But in Star Wars, everything else also includes stuff that has nothing to do with something else in there. Um, so Visions is on its own. Yeah. Star Wars Visions, it's completely on its own. Whereas Star Wars, um, let's say the Mandalorian uh, books, which is, has nothing to do with the Mandalorian story. It's also all-encompassing on its own. Oh, okay. That's so, interesting to me. I did not know that. Yeah, so it's... it's okay, so essentially what we're, what we're getting at here is everything is canon, but also not. Because everything is yes. canon <laughs> in its own way. Yeah. But that, to me, defeats the whole point of what canon means. Do you know what I mean? See, but, like, but we <laughs> have to look at it more broadly. Mm. Uh, because... To, uh, saying everything is canon is correct, but when you regard something as canon or when you speak to the general populace about something that is canon, you generally mean the main body of work that started it all or the, the best known body of work. Look, I think... So give it another two, uh, 10 years or so and the Marvel movies will be the canon, you know? Possibly. Um, and yeah. So I think see, that's how we have to look uh, at it. Perhaps I think I think that's a, a very astute way of looking at it. Um is that there is canon, it's just all its own canon. Yeah. And it's I, I guess it's okay to separate canon. Right? That's what I, I th think. I, th I think that's what people are having an issue with. Is you know, when you say Star Wars canon. The first thing yeah. that comes to your mind are the, are the six films. Or, sorry, the, the yes. nine films, right? The because the other films, three are also yeah. considered canon. Yeah. And then everything outside of those films are then not canon. L Legends, yes. Or, but 
what we're saying here is that they are, but they're their own canon. So Legends yes. has its own canon. Correct? Yeah, Legends is the Legends canon. Yes. It's the Legends yes. storyline. You see, yeah. now, now that's an interesting way of looking at it. And I feel, I don't know why I didn't see it like that before. I suppose I just kind of fell into the whole, um, you know, canon has to be like one thing. You know, but, but then again, at the same time, that's how canon has always been portrayed. Right? Exactly. That's how it's always, um, what it's always meant is that you have one single thing and anything outside of this main timeline is not considered canon. But now you're see, actually talking about different branching versions of canon, all thanks to Marvel's MCU and what they're doing. No, I'm saying, I, I'm saying Marvel spoiled that. Um, no, that, no, they haven't. They're making everything oh, okay. the one canon. They're making, okay. they're bringing everything into the main. Yeah, I, I see. What, I see what you're saying because, like before, it used to be the X Men movies were their own thing, so they had their Separate. own. Yeah, yes. yeah. I see what you're saying here. And now with the multiverse of madness, it's going to effectively bring it all in, or or maybe it won't bring it all in. Maybe it'll just. I think. I think. Do you know what I think they're going to do? It's exactly what you said right mm. in the beginning. I know this is now not canon related, mm. but it's Marvel related. I think they're going to bring mm-hmm. in the concept of multiple Earths, which is something the comic books have been dealing with for decades now. But the yeah. the normal cinema going public don't really know about it. Yeah. You know? Um, we saw glimpses of it, <clears throat> apparently, in No Way Home, which I haven't seen yet. Um, yep. So, Same. interesting. <laughs> very, very... Okay, Edward, yeah, that, that's a great way of looking at it. Um, I, I, I yeah. appreciate that we can now have different timelines of canon which therefore makes for example the halo silver timeline more uh, palatable it gives it more merits it also means it can um, do whatever it wants to do that's yeah see, of course. I, I think perhaps that's the one nice thing about it is it gives them freedom to not be constrained by what has already passed because i think something mm-hmm. that i would have really disliked is a show that fills in the gaps of the games, meaning you have to play the games to understand the show. That's you see? the and problem then, I always But, but that yeah. would very much minimize the audience. Because then you're yeah. only now, you know, focusing on people who play the game, which is not a good thing from an overall, you know, business perspective. Okay. So, to canon or not to canon, I suppose it's canon at all. <laughs> it's always canon. Just in its yes. own way. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, that's that's such a Macbeth it's, answer it's as such well. A, it's you know? such a, it's um, actually such a non-answer, Edward, because we've exactly. just... Instead of that's talking the about point. whether they should be doing this or not, we've just spoken about how they're just making everything canon, but in its own way. So therefore, it's not canon. <laughs> Pretty much. That's exactly... Uh, it's, um, it, it's, it's weird <clears throat> to look at it that way. Uh, personally, I would say keep things separate. Don't overcomplicate it. Um, See, I like that approach. I would rather like to say have something called canon, right? And everything else, yeah. call it something else. So in much the way yeah. that like Star Wars has the canon and then they have legends. So Halo yes. has the Halo canon and then they have Silver Timeline. So they, they yeah. don't actually call it canon at all. So perhaps... Maybe that's how we should also look at it, right? It's not that yeah. everything is canon and not canon at the same time. It's that, yes, everything has canon. And then it's, the offshoots are just something else. 
two separate entities. Yeah, they're they're different yeah. entirely. You know, they're not actually they're related but not related. They're only related from the the base subject matter, but other than that, they're totally different. So therefore, technically, making them all everything that's not part of the main timeline non-canon. But then again, like you said, Marvel yeah. can't do that because Marvel is so convoluted, not just in the movies but even in the comics. <laughs> yeah, you just assume it's part of canon. Now. Actually. You just I, I I wouldn't be surprised if in another decade from now they start retconning some of the Marvel movies, <laughs> the MCU movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically uh, uh, let me put some perspective on my entire dilemma with Star Wars is the reason everything used to be canon or extended universe is because nothing retconned anything. It was all separate it was all just extra stories in the future or in yeah. the past. And then Disney came and said, oh, but we want that animated. We want that live action. And But in order to make that live action, we can't have th- that happening because that's too controversial. And that's the only reason why they had to split. Well, you know what? Place. It makes sense. So It makes sense. So, yeah, it does. But I think they did the wrong thing, whereas Marvel <laughs> is doing its st- correctly but i don't like the way look i i i know why you don't like it and it's the same way that i don't like it it's because those x movies are crap okay they i they, don't mind now they, they should not the extra watch listen, work if you want sony everything. movies must just stop <laughs> just stop <laughs> okay please just give marvel the stuff back <laughs> please <laughs> Yeah, actually b- b- before well. we, before we end this now and actually i meant to speak about this just now is um the reason why this is such an interesting discussion to me is because we're seeing mm. a lot of crossover media uh we've seen yep. like the witcher go from the books to games to tv series we've seen halo now getting its own tv series and there are forthcoming yeah. pictures from sony studios such as the last of us which is getting its own tv series um, and there are apparently other other things in the works as well, like a possible Destiny television series or movie along the way. Um, yep. And what's interesting about all of this is now I'm also wondering where are they going to fit in? Now, they Sony hasn't said anything about canon and not canon, right? They just look at it as, okay, well, we're just going to take this property and make something with it. That's what they've done with the recent I, Uncharted movie. They didn't say that that's canon yeah. or uncanon. They were just like, no, nah, we're just making a movie based on this. You know, so it's just yeah, a, it's, it's own just thing. It's just a separate thing. Like it's not even related. You know, I th- I think it's safe to assume that if something is coming, it's and it not related. Isn't a, it's always not related okay. until someone says otherwise. I think that's the safest assumption, and that's the the best way. Yeah, it's to the best way. Get, yeah, the best way to to um, go forward with it all. Yeah, because otherwise you're just gonna get so um, just assume everything is non-canon unless otherwise stipulated. I, I like that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. on board with that. I'm on board with that. Yeah. So everything is not canon unless it says so. <laughs> but it's still canon. How, in its how own to life. live your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent. Well, to our wonderful yeah. uh, listeners, what do you think about this discussion? I'm, mm. I, I personally hope that while you were listening, you were forming your own opinions and thoughts on it and we would love for you to to share those with us so please do in the comments on whatever platform you are using whether it's on youtube or if you see us on twitter by all means let us know because we'd love to know what you think to canon or not yeah. to canon <laughs> is that the answer? is that the <laughs> 
So thank you. Turns out it's not an answer at all. <laughs> right, there we go, right? Isn't, you just said it was so Shakespearean in its own right, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so thank you all once again for tuning into another episode of Giddle. This is Giddle82 and myself, Hans and Edward, signing off until another episode comes around. <laughs> until yeah. then, ciao. <laughs> Bye.